welcome to the Undercover Angel Podcast. Thanks for listening. Undercover Angel Podcast, episode 30. So I talked about peer pressure, I talked about acid, I talked about acid rumors, I talked about our little group, I talked about wounds becoming friends, etc. This brings us to the Grateful Dead. So um, the Grateful Dead are, in my opinion, without question, the greatest musical group to ever exist in the history of like rock and roll at least or modern modern rock and roll like music that I don't think they're really they're not really a rock and roll band but but music that involves a guitar player another guitar player a bassist drummer maybe a keyboard player in the case of the dead another drummer uh in it, it, it as far as bands like that are concerned typical american rock bands the grateful dead are in my opinion the the greatest to ever exist for so many reasons. Um, the caliber of musicianship itself is totally beyond me. I am a, I am a guitar player. Um, I have barely, barely, barely tapped the vastness of Jerry Garcia and how insanely brilliant he was. Um, apparently he practiced for eight, nine hours a day. Uh, but all of them were incredibly talented, gifted, hardworking, um, dedicated musicians. So they're very good at playing their instruments. There's, there's that. But what made them amazing was the experience that they provided for the audience. So I was more, I don't want to say I was dragged. I, I, I didn't, I didn't, um, I wanted to go to my first Ed show. This would have been the summer of 1992, June of 1992. I had been going to a lot of shows, uh, like rock, punk rock shows, in the, the spring of my junior year. I started going to punk rock shows, um, and I was really into punk rock, and still am. But I would go to these, I started getting to really into seeing live music, and there were all these awesome bands playing back then. I saw Fishbone, I saw Pegboy, I saw Naked Raygun, I saw, um, there were a Primus, I saw Primus, I think, in 91. It was, the, the 90s were an amazing musical, uh, they were an amazing time for music, and the, the dead were still, the dead were still doing their thing, and there was kind of polarization between, like, <clears throat> the, the punk kids and the dead people, and, you know, the punks all thought the dead sucked, and there's, there's a lot of haters towards the dead, for whatever reason, um, but most people, even the punk rockers that I still know, that, that I know to this day that understand music, will acknowledge the Dead as being awesome. At least Jerry is being awesome mu- musically. Not everybody likes their music, and that's fine. But I was, you know, I went to the I went to the show. I had, as I mentioned before, I had dropped acid at the beginning of my junior year, and this was the summer after my junior year. I had gotten really into weed in the fall of my junior year, or the the um, like the winter and spring of my junior year. So all of a sudden, I'm like the stoner kid, and I'm like, I'm basically addicted to weed. I don't realize it, but weed is very addictive. So I'm like addicted to weed, and I go to this dead show, and we we took the 
really early train. We took like the 9.26 a.m. train, and I'm with this, this kid whose name is John in the, in the book. And we stumble up to, these, to this, this kid's got this huge van, this kid from my high school has got this huge van and there's like these older, they're like a year older. Some of them were like two old, two years older. They're all hanging out like in lawn chairs, kicking into this van, like drinking beers, drinking Mountain Dews, hanging out. And it's, it's an adolescent scene. So I'm like, I want to be liked. I want kids, I want the older kids to like me. And there were a couple of, there were a couple of kids who I skated with, who I knew, who I you know, basically felt safe around, who I was like buddies with. And so I kind of, you know, linked up with them and, some kid comes along selling acid. That's just how they, they were. The parking lot is just filled with people. Grateful Dead parking lot is just filled with people selling acid. It's crazy. Mostly all acid. Like there's some people that sold mushrooms that were, I guess you could get, maybe get some ecstasy. Maybe you could get like some harder drugs, but mostly it was all acid. And you're buying acid from these people that these, these other, you know, the old, they're, they're maybe like 20 and you think they're old and you think they're older, but they're like 20. The old people are like 25, and they're like, they, they may as well be grandfathers as far as you're concerned. Um, so we just buy some acid from these, this kid, and we all drop acid, me and this kid, John, and then this other kid, and maybe a couple of other people. Well, this kid, Matt, who tragically passed away a few years ago. And, and the Grateful Dead scene it's it's the parking lot scene. It's basically like Woodstock, literally, not metaphorically. It's 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 the same energy. It's that Woodstock, beautiful. There's just something very beautiful about it. There's just something mystical, and tribal, and wonderful, and impossible to describe. I mean, it's really impossible to describe using words. And so, we take this acid, and then all of a sudden, the acid just kicks in. It's probably like eleven in the morning at this point, and all of a sudden I'm in I'm in this like mystical land. And there's like scents, like there's these whiffs, I've, smells I've never smelled, like patchouli oil and like sage burning and incense, and there's music playing like from people's cars, and there's dead music playing everywhere. Someone have like a stereo out or their car stereo on, and they're play, cranking dead bootlegs, and and I'm telling you, this. I'm in this impressionable adolescent kid tripping harder on acid by the second and we smoke some weed and then all of a sudden I'm just blasted. I'm just in another universe and everything just gets really, really heavy. And it's, it's really, it's all, it's totally cool. I'm having an amazing experience and we take this long walk and I just remember seeing like hearing this, Heidi Krishna, Heidi Krishna, Heidi Krishna, and I look. As it says in the book, the in, as it says in the book, the bald-headed Hari was. I can't remember what I said. The bald-headed Hari was, you know, screaming, wailing away at his god. His voice in the cackle yodel or whatever. And the veins of his neck were sticking out. This bald guy is just Heidi Krishna, Heidi Krishna, Heidi Krishna. I was just like, whoa! It was just this moment in time where I was just like, you've got what is happening? You know, there's. Thousands of people, thousands of people, and so many of them are wandering around in acid. Kids, we're all kids. So this, the experience of the parking lot alone, I mean, we're talking, it was like five, six, seven, eight hours of 
going through this experience in the parking lot and just taking these long walks and walking through the rows, walking in between rows of cars and there would be like drug deals happening in between the cars and like weeds being smoked everywhere. And they said, you know, a lot of people get by by selling grilled cheese. So you, you'll, you'll hear people screaming, you know, grilled, grilled cheese with tomatoes, freezing cold Coca-Cola, you know, kind veggie burritos and like, let's get a grilled cheese. So we like get a grilled cheese. We try to eat it. We can't eat it. It's like a dollar for a grilled cheese. So the whole, the whole, I mean, I had, it was one of the most profound experiences of my entire life. 1992, June, June 2nd, maybe it was June 22nd, 1992. Um, that afternoon, that late morning and and afternoon changed my entire life. Just the trip in the parking lot with these other kids and we're like, playing with devil sticks and hacky sacks and we're dr- I didn't drink we're drinking Mountain Dew and I didn't drink alcohol and the whole thing is just like it it was such a profound experience and this is where the dead comes into play because the dead were the ones that made this happen the dead created this the dead started playing their instruments in 1965 and never put them down and they just kept on to the next show, on to the next experience, on to the next city, on to the, and, and the, the things they're singing about are all intertwined with all of it. I hadn't realized that yet. But they, I, I went through the peak of the trip, and, and then I just wanted to go home. I was like, I'm, I'm done. Like, I'm still a home. I'm still like, I'm like that kid that, I'm like that kid that goes to the sleepover and then misses his parents, so he has to go home. Like, I'm like that kid, basically. I'm still that kid the whole time. So I could never go on dead tour. And, um, and I just wanted to go home. I just wanted to go home and go to bed. Like I was completely annihilated in every sense of the word. Um, spiritually, emotionally, psychedelically, acidly. And this other kid is just like, no, you got to come because I had a ticket. He's like, no, you got to come to the show. You got to come to the show. You got to come to the show. So I'm like, all right. So I basically get dragged into the show and and we sit down, and by this point, the acid is kind of starting to wear off, and like, you know, it's good. And like, I kind of made it through the day, smoked some weed, whatever, kind of brings it back, and then the dead come, the, the, the band comes out, the dead come out. And it's just the stage setup is just such a trip, and like, there's just these tapestries, and there's just this beautiful stage thing, and there's a big screen, and, and they start playing. And, the mu- the music was like nothing i had ever heard the music was it was like it was from somewhere else and i had heard these songs the first song they called was is is called bertha the first song that they played is called bertha and and i knew it i was like whoa i know this song and and having heard it so many times i was I, I tuned right into it, but the way that it sounded was not the way it sounded in, like, the CD I was listening to. It was just so far beyond anything I had ever experienced musically. I could not comprehend it. And, and the music just started essentially filling my soul. And I think I, I refer to it in the book as it was like, remember, I talk about acid in the... In, in, the talk about acid a couple of episodes ago, I say it was like remembering something. It was like remembering this magical time 
this magical land you'll return to. And the music was, there was like a remembering happening, like a, oh, wow, this is the land I will return to someday. It was so far beyond me, and it was an experience I was so not ready for as a kid, but that completely enveloped me and completely took me over. And I, you know, later on in the book, I talk about sort of the dark side of the debt because there's definitely a dark side to all of this. But the, the, the central, I guess you would say the central teaching of it or the central essence of it, the essential nature of it was this absolutely mystical, magical, pure, wonderful thing. And Jerry Garcia was like nothing, is nothing I had ever experienced before to be in the presence of Jerry Garcia, to hear his, his guitar, like tickling, tickling my soul, basically, like tickling my soul. And, and the show itself was, I, I went back and listened to the show not that long, not that long ago, Steve Miller band opened and there's this jam at the end where they're, they're, they're singing turn on your love light and Steve Miller of the Steve Miller band is jamming with the dead on stage and him and Jerry are just ripping it up. Absolutely mind blowing, completely and totally blew my mind to pieces. My adolescent, impressionable, 16, 17 year old mind was blown to pieces that day and my life was never the same. And say what you want about the dead, say, uh, say what you want regarding the potentially negative influence or the negative influence they had on myself and many others. Uh, the entire experience of them was beyond. It was amazing. There aren't words for it. It's so profound that you start planning the next show. Like, this is my life. This is what I'm going to do. This is what I want. This is, this is what I'm following. This is what I've been looking for. This is what I've been searching for. And so you got to, you know, put yourself in the mind of maybe like a runaway or a, a kid from a broken home, right, or a kid that never really had a home. And now he finds this beautiful, this, this is the other thing, is the energy in the show is so beautifully, perfectly peaceful and kind and wonderful and beautiful. And there's definitely sketchy stuff going on, but you're not really in tune to it. You're in tune to this, this absolutely beautiful spirit. There's this spiritual energy, this beautiful spirit, the spirit of the dead that just kind of permeated the entire it's still there. If you go to a, a dead and company show nowadays, you still feel it. It's still alive. The spirit is still alive. And it's so beautiful. And so it's almost like a brainwashing. It's like you're definitely brainwashed, but at the same time, it's 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 this you're you're being it's this eternally gentle energy that you're being inundated by. It's it's like it's like it was like getting the taking the deep breath you always needed, but you didn't realize. You didn't realize you needed it. It's 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 and even in this explanation, it's it's impossible to describe. And some of you who are listening, I'm sure, saw the dead and you know what I'm talking about. They were also a psychedelic band, so it's kind of like they were for 
acid. Like that's, it's almost like that's what it existed for. And some people will argue that point. The dead would probably argue that point. But there's, there was this psychedelic component to it because the dead started playing at the, the acid tests in San Francisco in the 1960s early 1960s, mid-1960s. So there was this psychedelic component to it. And as I mentioned, acid. Not like, yeah, there's mushrooms. People do mushrooms, but it's mostly acid, LSD. And so it's like this entire experience was in so many ways like directed by LSD. Totally fascinating. So uh, got done with the show. And I mean, it was just like my my mind had been blown. I remember looking to at, looking at this kid, Matt, and... And him looking at me, and the only thing he said was, I'm very impressed. And I was just like, yeah, man. And and every person in the immediate vicinity, in the entire stadium, it was like 60,000 people, right? Every single person in that stadium's mind was blown. It was completely insane. And so then I've had this exp- I've had this experience. I get you know I get out of the show. It's like eleven o'clock at night or twelve, probably like eleven o'clock at night. And and I have I have taken this journey, this indescribable journey. And then I end up I don't know how I got home. I, maybe I took the train or maybe my parents even picked me up. I can't remember. There was one year where where we missed the train and I had to call my parents. And my dad came and picked us up. I think that was the next year, but. I got home and there's my there are my parents and they're like, How was the show? And how was the show? Good. Good. Did they play your favorite song? Yes. I'm going to get away from you now because I can't handle this anymore. I'm going to bed, which translates to I'm gonna be up all night freaking out about what just happened to me today. So concludes the episode on the Grateful Dead. A little bit more on them later, but um, one of the most amazing, the fact that they were able to do that is what makes them so amazing. There was something just so perfect about them. And these shows by the 90s weren't very good, but they had their moments. So I'm not, I don't really listen to the dead too much anymore, but occasionally I go back and I listen. I'm just like, man, that is some powerful stuff. So thanks for listening. Kind of a longer episode. Talk to you next time. Undercover Angel Podcast. Bye-bye.